Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Jeff Arnold. He's a thinker, author, human, and dad. Jeff, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you so much, Chris. Happy to be here. I'm excited. So we're going to dive in because even though it seems so simple in terms of how you describe yourself, but thinker, so many people don't think a lot. <laughs> so, so you tell me why you chose to start with sharing with the world that you're a thinker. Yeah, I appreciate that, uh, that question. Actually, I, uh, in retrospect, it came from uh, a counsel and wisdom from my grandfather, who was a, a very large character in my life. And he used to always say, think about that boy, right? <laughs> or just, just think, are you sure that's your final answer? Uh, do, do you want to, you know, ascribe some type of thought process behind what you're saying, right? I mean, just think about it before you say it. And he'd always say that to you? All the time. Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, think, I think you need to go rethink that, or I think you need to think about that. So. Well, that's great. So he actually didn't tell you what to do. He just said, you think about that. Yeah, it would always challenge the thought, right? So uh, you think how you're going to think because, you know, our patterns will change as we either mature, grow older, what have you, the way we see the world, we have more data to intake and we apply a different uh, lens or thought process over it. And so he was training me, uh, unbeknownst to me at the time, to always think a little deeper. So it's just always stuck with me. And um I would always be kind of teased growing up about that, right? There, here comes the thinker. Here, not the talker oh, so much, wow. but the thinker. Here comes the thinker. <laughs> wow. And what were some things that you remember? Because what I find fascinating, Jeff, is that, like, for instance, my, my, my grandfather, um, I would visit him in Hong Kong, and I loved going to McDonald's with him. And so I'd walk up to the counter, and I'd order my cheeseburger and an orange drink and a small fries. And then I'm like, wait, I want to change my mind. And my, my grandfather, again, I'm, I'm like nine years old. He's like, no. You made your decision. If you decided that, then you decide that. I'll buy whatever you want, but you, once you make a decision, you have to decide. And again, I'm nine years old, but I remember looking back, he taught me how to be decisive as a young year old. So for you, any of those similar stories? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, really, when you speak of your grandfather, same with me. My, uh, my father, grandfather, great-grandfather, and great-great-grandfather happened to all be ministers, right? Men oh, of the uh, And so uh, one of the funny things about not so much walking up to a food counter, but whenever in the 60s and 70s, you used to go to barber shops, right? And so uh, I would always follow my grandfather around and go to the barber shop. And whenever he would walk in or we would walk in, everyone would, would be, you know, a jovial, jovial attitude and a lot of laughter going on until he walked in and it would be good afternoon reverend and then everyone would get real serious and set up right and so I, my my takeaway from that was uh, uh people are always judging you by you know what you do and and what you say and my grandfather was a very funny man but just because of his profession as a, a preacher a reverend the minute he walked in anywhere people's countenance changed right they became real serious or more humble or something interesting now you saying that story, does that mean when you walk in? <laughs> I was like, yeah. hey, how are you? <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I don't get the same type of uh, respect, I guess, right? That's an earned thing. I'm not there in my life yet. <laughs> no, you saying that, it's, it's still fascinating. Again, you put thinker and then your grandfather, but it's also a great story, frankly, right? Because you're, you're an insurance guy. So, 
So talk to us about the art of the insurance deal or how to beat your insurance company. So talk to us about that in terms of your expertise, because really my, actually I started my first corporate job as an insurance company. My, my uncle hired me. So I'm curious, why did you write this book? And let's talk about that, that sense of storytelling and, and is that helpful for you in your business? Yeah, great subject. I can talk about this forever. But uh, so I, a, a little bit of an oddity. I see the insurance industry as one of all things sexy, exciting, and just plain awesome. <laughs> so that tells you what. I am a, a crazy island myself, right? Um, and so both books, I'm, I'm fortunate to have written, you know, be an uh, Amazon bestseller on, on the first one and the second one's heading that way. Um, and they're, they're both in the insurance space. One's about buying and selling insurance agencies and companies because I've been fortunate to do that a lot. Um, and then the other one's about, you know, how to beat the insurance company. And, and it really is um, after 30 plus years in the industry and working with clients a long time and myself, I just did a calculation. Um, it, and when you realize how much you spend for insurance in your life, and I don't just think about your auto and your home, but your life and your health and your business insurance and everything, it is a substantial substantial sum of money, right? And so when you start to look at it like that, oh my God, I'm going to spend a hundred to $500,000 of my life's savings or my life's hard work on insurance. Um, then you should start to think about how to be smarter when you buy insurance and, and go to the right people. And so, uh, it, you know, part of it was a calling card for my firm, right? Sure. Um, and it um, is really just teaching consumers the best way to buy insurance, a smarter way to buy insurance using some tips and tricks, uh, you know, insider tips and tricks along the way. I, I love how you frame that because as you're saying that, I, I hate insurance companies to some degree only because it's like I'm paying this person car insurance and I never get an accident. I'm paying this person health insurance and I'm a healthy man, you know? So it's like, yep. it's a great business model, frankly. It's like banks. Hey, Mr. Customer Christopher Kai, you put your money into, into my bank account I will just keep 10% of it or less into the actual bank account. And I'm going to use 90% to invest your money into other investments to make money. What a great business model. And it's the same thing in insurance where Warren Buffett talks praise about that. So I love the business model itself. I just don't love being on the other end. <laughs> so, <There. laughs> so tell us, you, you, it's such an interesting way you share it because you're an insurance company but you're telling people how much money you guys spend. And in my case, I frankly think it's a waste. It's like they should incentivize people that don't even use it. But, but so tell me about that. Cause it sounds like this, like you're, you're like saying, yeah, bad insurance, but I'm a good person. You know, like that's an interesting way to, way to uh, share your message. Yeah. Well, there's just so many different tips and tricks, right? There are ways to, save money and you're not going to actually beat the insurance company but but for one way there's one way and one way only to beat the insurance company and that's by ton of life insurance throughout your whole life right <laughs> and to continue to fund it and then uh, if you buy the right kind of life insurance get all that money back when you retire or if something happens to you your family's taken care of so there's really only one way to beat the insurance company and, and most people aren't uh, looking into uh, life insurance uh, in the life insurance vehicle for that way so the book mostly talks about um, consumers bundling, because that's the buzzword of today, right? Uh, bundling and using the insure tech opportunities like telematics. If, if you're, I'll just do a brief uh, overview on telematics. It's just apps you put on your phone that tracks your driving. 
you can finally say to the insurance company, see, I'm a great driver, take 30% off my rate. So that's, that's one of the quick, simple, easy technology solution ways to beat the insurance company these days. Wait, so how, how recent is that? Because this is the first time I've ever heard that. And I've driven like so, many, so much. Is that a new thing in the last few years or? Uh, probably three to five. Yeah, if you hold my feet to it, I'm going to say six. But um, it, it, is, <laughs> it is definitely more recent. And so it used to be you'd plug into the uh, onboard diagnostics port of your, um, of your car and it would track and send data. But now it's just an app you download. Most insurance companies have it. Um, and then it just tracks you know, when you're driving, how fast you drive. Um, the buzzword in our industry for it is called telematics. But um, some large companies like Progressive call it snapshot um or drivewise or smart mile a bunch of different ways to to call it but it's really you pay for the miles you drive and how safe you drive interesting well one final question you said you know when talking about beating the insurance companies so with life insurance policies i've i've met a lot of insurance agents and whatnot i actually spoke at new york life and at a farmer's insurance and so though they pitch it to me it also feels so confusing because there's so many different kinds of life insurance products and services that I just got to confuse. So very simply, what kind of life insurance product might someone want to buy? Does it depend on age or when you say that's the only way to beat it? Can you kind of explain that more, please? Yeah, of course, I would have to plug my book to say I talk about it in great detail, <laughs> Chris, right? Yeah, so should, yeah, it, sure. it, uh, in how to beat your insurance company. But the 30,000 foot level is, you know, each different, generation in your life, right? So each different uh, decade in your life, you want to be looking at uh, increasing or different types of life insurance, right? So just briefly, we'll make it real simple. There's term, whole life, and universal. And so I, I talk in great detail about laddering those and laying one over another so that when you can fund it as you get into your 40s, 50s, and 60s with more, you, it's set up such a way so you either get all that money back or it's used as part of your retirement fund, right? Um, when you're young, you probably don't have a lot of excess cash flow, but you might have young children to provide for or a spouse to provide for, and that's when you would, you would do term, but layer that on with some universal, maybe some whole life. And so, again, I could do an hour thing on this. So I'll just kind of keep it brief. No, that's great. No, I appreciate that. But just even you telling us that one detail, this whole point of this podcast is to give these gems of knowledge for people to really learn and grow and really be more prosperous. So, Jeff, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. How can our guests learn about you and, of course, buy and read your book? Thanks. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. It's been wonderful getting to know you. And it's real simple. It's jeffarnold.com, J-E-F-F-A-R-N-O-L-D.com. Awesome. Jeff, thanks again for your time. Have a great day. You as well. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.